Hi, I'm Renee Rochelle, the founder and president of One True Match. I'm here to help you find and cultivate the love of your life. For over a decade, I've dedicated my life to the importance, purpose, and dynamic of human relationships. My team and I are disciplined by faith, love, and integrity to help our clients find the quality relationship they've always dreamt of. Each week, I will be sharing the tools and tips I've learned that have rooted my success as a matchmaker with other leaders around the world. Hello, loves. I am back here with my partner in crime, Connie. And Hi, we, everyone. <laughs> and we are so excited to talk about this question that was written in by one of you fabulous people listening um, about something that is a very common situation that happens. I think it happens more frequently than not. It's either this or the other thing. So today we're going to talk about how to pursue a woman and not fall into the friend zone. And guys, you do this a lot. So this is a key one for you, but it is also important for a woman to listen to this to show maybe ways that you can guide them not to go in the friend zone. Absolutely. So you either fall into the friend zone because you're the nice guy or you're the guy that gets the girls, but it doesn't work out because you're just the polar opposite. And, yeah. You know? And so um, today we're going to do it. Maybe that's another topic that we talk about after that. But today we're going to talk about about, um, you know, helping guide people and, like Connie just said, helping women to also um, help guys not to get into that friend zone. So, yeah, or know when to stop it or know when to tell them to stop. Or, I mean, who knows? Even girls could be put in the friend zone. But this is mainly for our guys. That's because, actually true. Yeah, we women too. Yeah, we do. Because people will high five instead of hug or something like that. Like, do not do that. Yes. So I'm going to just start off and we can go by experience and we can obviously talk from our own sake or just our own knowledge of what we've walked through ourselves but um so I mean here's a perfect example I was just getting feedback um from someone for a client or whatever and they went out they actually they had plenty of conversations with phone call conversations and then they officially met and they had this awesome date planned out and I mean he will admit he was nervous a little bit in the beginning which we always tell everybody like you know do understand that everybody sometimes is a little bit nervous and blah, blah, blah. Um, yes, then the it, first day isn't the be end, all end, or whatever it's it called. It should not be, right? <laughs> but um, the point is, is then, you know, this guy is such a gentleman in all levels. And, and his approach or thought was, if I go in and I'm, you know, chivalry is so important, but I'm like this, you know, listening and doing all these great, great things to be able to, you know, get her to see that I'm a great guy, the reality of what's missing is this particular woman that we were sending out, she's used to the guy really hard pursuing her, which in some regards can be really annoying to some people. But at the end of the day, if we're being too gentle and sweet, then we sometimes end up into that friend zone because you're not having that romantic, exciting, like, I, you know, look at you in a different level in a passionate way than I do my friend because you're being more timid or reserved or not wanting to, like, cross that line, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Um, but then oftentimes, like, in that first date, if there's not a little bit of chemistry and you're not showing, right, and you're not showing that you're super interested then you totally have missed that opportunity. And trying to get it back is what half of the problem is. 
<laughs> so. Yeah, once you're fallen in, you're kind of in this hole and it's really hard to get out. Um, we've already done a podcast on being too nice and we do say it's not a thing, but that's how guys often fall in the friend soap because they are maybe that too nice. So you need to have that. If we want you to be, okay, the word nice, we should probably switch that, but <laughs> we want you to be the nicest person ever on a date and forever to your future person. But we need you to have that little bit of flirtiness. You want to have that little bit of curiosity of like Renee said that next level of that passionate side of them that you know that excitement side of them and I think that so many people and especially really great guys fall into that because it's just like well I'm trying to try my hardest I mean I know personally my husband was about an inch away from falling into the friend zone because I was like this guy is just way too nice and he I, I even said at one point what is this are you trying to date me for a friend are you trying to date me to actually trying to figure out a relationship because it's so easy to fall into that and it was purely just because he was a really nice guy so guys I get it you want to be really nice and we want you to be really nice right because then those relationships Ships. last <laughs> yeah. but, but if you don't step it up later in the date or you definitely don't bring it and ask for that second date the the reality of it is it's us women as directionally or non-directionally as we are some are different we want a man to lead us to, you know, to make that direction towards whatever it is. So, you know, like, I mean, we talk about this sometimes, P personality and the J personality. But, I mean, I definitely, like, a man that's going to make a plan and not say, do you want to do this or do you want to do that? No, you know what? I do. I want you to say, I want to, you know, I'd love to take you out to dinner tomorrow night, you know, or I'd love to at take you out. At 7 p.m. at this place. Like, yeah, <laughs> make the plan. And that, just to, to us women, I think it's just like, it's like candy. I mean, yeah. I don't know, like candy, but to me, whatever. But the point is, it's just, it helps when you're setting a, a, a firm plan. And what's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to say no. Well, we're going to say no if you don't set a plan either. Uh, trust me, if a woman really doesn't like that place, they're going to say, maybe we should go somewhere else instead of giving you... And then you say, okay, perfect. I'll make it happen. What day, what time? Uh, yeah. You call, you make the reservations. Like, you have to step it up because if the woman is still doing all of the things, she's not going to respect you and she's not going to look up to you as a, as a leader, as a provider, as a decision maker because us women... The guys that win the women that you want are the ones that feel like you're walking in there with your knight in shining armor and the chaos of situations they'll come and, you know, take care of and save the day. And you want to be with that man that just is confident and secure and kind of going to take charge, but in a kind way, too. You don't mm -hmm. want, like, the kind of you want, yeah, you want, jerk of a guy either. Yeah, and that's what some people, like... A lot of girls are like, oh, I'm so attracted to the bad guys. We get it because they're the ones that take that dominance and are dominant, but obviously in a good way, um, and that control. But that's why girls often, or even guys will say, they'll come to us and they're like, I really need your help because all these girls want to go for these bad guys. Yes. I, <laughs> that's a kind way of putting it. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, the guys come to us and they're just like, I don't know, because I feel like I'm a really great guy. And you are. Like, gentlemen, listen to this. You really are a great guy. And that's what you should be. But you need to take some control, guidance, and also... But yeah, like Renee said, planning is so key. Like, yes, it's kind to be like, here are the options, but don't give 10 options and then say, where do you want to go? What time do you want to do? Be like, I'm free this date, this date, this date. Let's do this, this, and this. Because if you kind of give a woman too much leeway, I mean, 
we've talked about this book 10 hundred times women are like uh spaghetti men are like waffles and that's like if you give women too many options they're all over the place they don't they're confused they're they don't know they think oh well maybe in this set and it would be better maybe in this set, like maybe going to play top golf is too weird what if i look weird like if a man puts that date on the calendar and you know keeps their waffle in place <laughs> then it will be a much better decision to kind of guide a lady's heart i would say Absolutely. And then also setting the next date, like before you even go into the dinner date, you know, obviously you need to do all of the right things. You need to open the door. You need to pull out the lady's chair. You need to like pay attention that you are paying attention to her, but you're also paying attention to things that are happening where it comes to like your server or whatever so that you're making sure you're kind of like the lifeguard I feel like in the situation where you're protecting the lady that you're with you're making sure that everything's okay and everything around is also smooth but you are laser focused in on that person it's definitely an art yes (laughs) for sure and if you're somebody that gets distracted often I always say, put yourself so that I know you guys don't ever want your back to the door, or I hear that all the time, that you want to feel like you can see anybody that's walking in. I mean, we're not going to, you know. But if you're somebody that gets distracted, I think it's so important that you actually, you are staring at the wall, so you're focusing on the person, not staring at the wall, but like you're staring at, like you are sitting inward so that the wall is in front of you, and so you're, you're very laser focused in on your date. And you're not distracted by everybody that's walking in. You look like you're having a lingering eye, but you're just distracted by a bunch of people walking in. Yeah. (laughs) To stay focused in that sense of it. Um, And then I think it's really, really, really important that not only, yes, you want to listen, but you also want to provide important details that are going to engage the woman. So, like, we often hear sometimes, you know, like in our high career-oriented person they have a lot going on they have a lot of you know things to talk about but then when it comes to somebody that's like either more soft-spoken or more like laid back or whatever the reality of it is they think how did how can we ever have any more conversation off of anything if they're not doing anything yeah so again it's also important as we always talk about finding somebody that's compatible i don't want you to like go after somebody you're not compatible with but if you're attracted (laughs) to somebody that's like making things happen getting things done they're working out and they're doing all these awesome details in life and they're like high on life you need to either step it up and be starting to do those things to keep up with that person or you need to start going after a different type of person if you're not also doing those same kind of things because you're never going to be able to get past that friend zone unless you have something interesting to say back to somebody that's also you find fascinatingly interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, I just couldn't agree more with everything that Renee is saying. Um, and especially for guys, I think that sometimes they focus on being that too nice and they're like okay I'm gonna listen to everything that she has to say and which yes we and this is kind of a little bit confusing but yes we want you to like listen to everything she says but also if you're not gonna say anything you come across as really boring which then puts you in the friend friend zone because they're like wow or the therapist zone yes yes (laughs) don't do that either (laughs) um it's like you know they'll go on the date and they'll say Oh, it went so well. He was so kind. La, 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 la. But he didn't really ask many questions. Like, yes, we get it that you're trying to listen. But if you're not also engaging back with them, they then are going to put, you're going to fall really quickly into that times, uh, into that friend zone. Because it's like, 
like, yeah, he was kind, which is what you're looking for in a future mate, but he doesn't challenge me or give me good chemistry or doesn't want to even learn about me. And I think that's like, we give even our gentlemen the guidance of make sure you listen, but also give back too, because I think that so many people forget to do that. They're so focused on only listening and not focused on asking anything. <laughs> right, which is so true. And I think another good tip is to make sure that, you know, again, if you don't, like, don't, don't give the weather report. <laughs> well, don't talk too much about your job either. There's, yeah, or what, like, find something. Everybody, I think the most successful people in life in all areas when it it comes to relationships, dating, everything, like careers and everything else, are passionate individuals. I feel like I've talked about this in the past. But if you're somebody that, you know, when you go on a date, you kind of find yourself, <coughs> excuse me, it's not easy to, like, talk or you're kind of trying to think of the next topic. So sorry, I'm, like, choking in my words. <laughs> um, is to talk about something you're passionate about. Yeah, so that's, like, so important is if you're not passionate, there's got to be something in life that you're passionate about, whether it's, um, I mean, yes, we know you're passionate about your career. Majority of people are. Please don't talk about your career. Talk about something else you're passionate about because you don't want to go into a business meeting. You also don't want to be passionate about helping all of your friends because also then you come across as therapist, you know. Or you have no time. Oh, yes. Oh, definitely. So if, if you're passionate about your job and your friends too much, then yes, you come across that you can't make time for that new person. So have like, yeah, something that you're passionate. Maybe it's whether volunteering, I mean, even if it's a hobby that you're well, really or passionate Or even about. if you don't know what you're passionate about, before you date or before you even put yourself out there going after the highest level, because I believe each person has the capability of getting someone that they absolutely want. If you believe in yourself, you have a desire and a passion, and you fight for it. But you have to be your best version of you, so you can't like go on a date and then say, darn it, that one got away, because in all things we do, if we don't give it our best shot or our best chance right out of the gate, nine times out of ten, we don't have a second chance. Yeah, and that's like... And then you end up in the front, and then you continue to get together with them because you want to see them again. And then you plan the next date, and it's like it just continuously keeps happening the same exact date over again, and you're wondering why it's not taking flight because we never did anything different, and that's why you're going to start ending up in that friend zone. So it's so important that you go into this date thinking, you know what, I am going to do something totally different that I would never do. Like, I'm going to go into it and plan, like, three activities that we can do. So if it's going well, I'd rather have, like, a powerful conversation about I'm going to figure out what I'm passionate about. So if the conversation just starts to get a little bit lull or boring or whatever, I'm going to ask her what she's passionate about. She will talk forever about it. And then you're going to interject in ways that you're passionate about, either what she's passionate about or bring up yours. And then have, like, a plan. Have a plan when you leave to say, okay, I would love to do this again take the assertive approach. I would love to do this again before you even go to your cars. You know, yeah, don't give them number? the what option. Are, okay, we should probably already have each other's phone numbers, but like, just say, let's do this again tomorrow, two days from now. I'm going to pick you up. Like, make that approach. The last thing she, I mean, the worst thing she's going to say is, right, right, <laughs> pick her up afterwards or whatever. But I mean, the worst case scenario she's going to say, she might say, you know what? I had a good time. Um, I'm really busy in the next couple of days. Also, take that as a clue 
that she's probably not interested and then don't keep texting and trying to push something either. Like give her that space to actually reflect and think about how amazing you were because you went into it like a rock star. She will probably follow up with you in a couple of days or if not, then you move on to the next. But it's so important. What you do on that first date will lead you to that second and third date. Yeah, absolutely. I also think like one of, um, you know, a key thing also for our out of town clients or people that have in long term relationships, um, people always say, oh, well, I'll fly in for the weekend and on Friday we'll do this together. And yeah, that's good. We, that person knows you're flying in for the whole weekend. So you better plan a really good, great whole weekend. Because if it flunks on the Friday, then you get the choice to cancel stuff or, you know, it's just not a good match. But being, like, assertive and being a gentleman and just being like, wow, he's flying in to see me and he has this, this, and this planned. And it's setting it up for success. And I also think it's like, I mean, it's like shooting for the stars. You always want to go for your dream in the end. I mean, in every area of life. So it's just like dating. I think that you need to have your dream or your shot, your stars like shot in the sky. (laughs) Um, And you need to have that goal of being able to go get them. Like, don't be like, oh, is this gonna, you know, is it gonna go wrong? Or, you know, one way to get yourself out of the friend zone is to tell yourself you're gonna get her. You're not, you're not Right, which I was just going to bring up from what you just said, is like it's all mindset. Mm -hmm. So if you tell yourself you're going to fail at this, this is your problem that you've always had, it's going to happen that way. If you tell yourself, you know what, today's going to be an amazing day. This is going to be the best date I've ever had. This is going to be phenomenal, and by the time I walk out of here, I am going to get a second date. Guess what? You probably are. (laughs) Yeah. So, again, you have to go into it with the right attitude instead of thinking, oh, you know, this is like, woe is me, this always happens to me, or, you know, I'm constantly getting in the friend zone with people that I really, really like. And so, you know, the takeaway kind of from this is create your own interest. Mm -hmm. Would you be interested in yourself? Like, you have to analyze your own situation. I mean, so many times people will say, oh, you know, I'm, I have all of this to offer somebody and I've got this and I've got that and I've got money and I've got licks and I've got, but if you don't have anything of excitement, what's going to trigger what turns from, you know, just a conversation you have with anybody that you meet, let's say at church or wherever else you are, to then get to that romantic level. Mm-hmm. And that is something that's intriguing. That's something that's like a mystery and exciting and so Mm -hmm. you have to be all those things definitely right out of the gate yeah absolutely and I think like ladies like ladies fall in love with the person way more than focused on looks like kind of in our world and researches women normally fall in love for the person and who they are and don't necessarily only judge on looks and things like that so if you are a guy like like I said shooting for the stars like and you're like oh maybe they're a little bit you know, more attractive than I thought, or they might not be attracted to me. Like when I said, also, it's all about mindset, but women normally fall in love purely, I know the rest comes along with it, is the person of who you are. So definitely, like, don't be boring and also be exciting, but also don't be an asshole by all means. (laughs) You know, have that excitement and that curiosity and also that, you know, a little bit of dominance to be able to guide a date and make those plans and just, you know, be 
act like it's your future wife right. already. Like, don't, like, don't be intimidated. I think that's yeah. the other thing is, like, us, when, like, and I'm, I guess I'm speaking for myself, you know, <laughs> like, if a guy is more, like, if something's not right and he's not speaking up, no, I don't want you to be a jerk about it. Yeah. But if you're, if somebody, like, treats somebody wrong, I want the guy to, with me to be like, excuse me, like, that was not, you know, appropriate. Not in a way you're going to fight someone or something crazy <laughs> but like you know or if if maybe let's say I said oh my gosh I'd really like to sit at that table or whatever over there by the window or something like that go even get the table go to the like don't go to the hostess stand because you know they can't help you because all they have is like basically where they have on a board that they can and cannot see you and they're just following their orders and procedures you go find a manager and you say is there any way I can have that table over there that no one's sitting at okay maybe it's reserved but at the end of the day that show that you tried yeah and then you come back calmly you're not gonna also like fight someone for it because there's a difference between like a gentleman and somebody that's like so I think that it's important that, like, when somebody tells you no, you're not just a pushover and say, okay, because that is not sexy. That's yeah. not showing confidence. It's saying, all right, I'm going to try to fight for my lady and do whatever it is she not fight. But you but know what I mean? Like, go no after physical what fight, it is. Right, no physical <laughs> fight, please. Wow, don't take this away. Don't take that away from what I'm saying. <laughs> but that you, you show that initiative to, like, do what it is that your woman is interested in or which would make her feel like, oh, my gosh, he's such a leader. Like, he's going to protect me in any situation. Yeah. I think, like, the key out of, I think the word I've even been trying to get at and not being able to put a pinpoint on it is the word confident. And I think Renee just, like, yeah, killed it by saying that is because confidence really is key, even if you're a really, really nice guy. Um, but that's how you often fall into the friend zone for being too nice is because you don't have that confidence to back you up. And I think that that is so, so important because all the girls want the guys that are too nice. They do. They truly do. But they also want them to have that confidence and, like Renee said, be that protector. They want that guy that has it all. They want the nice guy, but they also want the bad guy. And the bad guy is the guy that's confident. The bad guy is the guy that's going to get the things done. Mm-hmm. And, unfortunately, too many times, nice girls fall in love with jerk of guys and that's it was too just, bad. <laughs> right. But that's because of confidence. They're mm-hmm. attracted to the confidence. And Connie pointed on earlier, like, yes, women often opposed to men typically do fall in love with who somebody is. But there's so many women that also would never go on a date with somebody if they're not physically attracted to someone. Mm-hmm. Same thing male or female. You could be so totally attracted to someone and then they open their mouth and they're nothing to be what it is you actually want and need in a relationship. <laughs> so, I mean, taking away from this, like, know your worth. If you need some help with confidence, I mean, definitely find someone or start listening to, like, I mean, there's so much out there on YouTube or videos or training or whatever, and I'm excited. We're about to start recording our my program that we teach those details to coming out soon. Um, and so it's just really, really, really important that you seek whatever it is you're missing and you perfect it. Mm-hmm. And then go on some of these trial dates. Maybe someone that you're not as interested in and see how it no, goes. I mean, because the truth is when you finally meet that stellar person that you've always been waiting to meet, if you've not perfected your, I hate to call it game, but really that's <laughs> yeah. what you're doing in the beginning, your courting phase of dating and getting to know someone, you're going to fail and you will continue to end up in that friend zone. And so it's really important that I hope you listen to some of this advice and, yeah. and take it. And from it's okay it's to go on lots of dates before finding the one if you have to. <laughs> right. Practice makes perfection. Uh-huh. And by the time you actually meet that one, 
you have perfected your art by the time it finally works out. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll go to a matchmaker and then you don't have to deal with any right. of that. Right. We'll, we'll do that for you. We but. do all that for you. But if you, if you are someone that are, is not Shameless able plug. to do that, and for all of our couples out there, because I know we have a ton of couples that listen to us and we so appreciate it because we are all about marriage and relationships, not just matching, but our marriage is to keep it lasting. Is it so important, gentlemen, gentlemen and females, that you give your guys... Females, you give the guys the lead to be a man. Mm-hmm. And gentlemen, that you step it up and continue to pursue and court your woman as if you did from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to leave it on that. So I hope that you found this helpful and beneficial. And I cannot wait to hear the next question that's going to come in. And I want to hear your success stories. So if you're that person that keeps ending up in the friend zone, Tell us about your story. Write in. Ask us any questions that we that you want to know specifically. Send us an email. Um, go to our website, onetruematch.com. All of our, we're available anytime to speak with you. So we are going to love and leave you and hope you have a blessed day. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. been another great talk on this episode of One True Talks by Renee Rochelle. I look forward to our next chat. Please write in your questions and comments so I can be sure to talk about whatever it is you want to discuss in our next upcoming episode. Lots of love. God bless. XOXO.